Welcome to the Fleet FYI's podcast, the weekly podcast by Utilimark that reveals how you can make the most of your data for smarter fleet management. My name is Gretchen, and every week I'll be sharing with you not only over two decades worth of data insights, but some of the industry's hottest talking points and key metric analysis with the aim to help you better understand your fleet from every angle. Before we begin, if this is the first time you've heard our show, Thanks for stopping by. Once you finish today's episode, if you could take a few minutes to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform, I would really appreciate it. Give us a rating, five stars, I hope, or tell us what you liked or leave us a comment or a question about what you've heard in today's episode. If we haven't yet covered a topic that you're interested in hearing more about, let us know. We would be happy to go over it in detail in a later episode. Let's dig in. everyone and welcome back again to another installment of Utilimark Fleet FYI's 12 Days of Fleet FYI's which is the annual series that we use every single season to make sure that we're wrapping up before the holiday break and before the start of the next one. Now today I have a super exciting episode for you. It is all on understanding the ROI of your electric vehicle and I'm super excited for you guys to listen to this one. It's one that was a highly downloaded episode quite a ways back and I think it's still very relevant today. Let's dig in. So with a ton of pressure on organizations coming from their customer base and top level executives, it's no longer a question of if you're converting to electric vehicles, it's when. And of course, you know, we need to look at classes and electric vehicle availability, but we're looking at when, not if anymore. There are many considerations when it comes to prepping your fleet for electrification, from range to weight, charging to depreciation. The vast variety of metrics can seem overwhelming to a fleet manager just getting started. Many companies are making the switch, but the process of electrification is gradual. Most fleets will increase the makeup of EVs in their fleet to about 10% over the next three years. And whilst this number may seem small, it remains highly promising of what the future holds. There are now more consumer plug-in electric vehicles on the market than ever before, and many major manufacturers are making the push to develop more efficient models as demand increases. Even as governments create incentives for making the switch to electric, fleets are beginning to realize that a strong sustainability initiative can not only set them apart from their competition, but also help them sustain their fleets for the future. A fleet of electric vehicles can lower CO2 emissions and save money on fuel expenses. That's not lost on the majority of us, but there are many challenges that arise when you begin your transition to an electric fleet. EVs are far from perfect, but the technology is promising, and as electric vehicles are such a new technology, it can be more difficult to capture a true ROI, especially when you're comparing them to a traditional internal combustion engine fleet. Now, here's the thing as well. There's also not a lot of EVs available in the space to compare against. You know, fleets might have 20, they might have 50, or they might have three, which becomes a little bit more difficult to create an internal or a peer-to-peer benchmark. EVs use kilowatts per hour instead of miles per gallon. There's fewer moving parts, 
Charging infrastructure versus refueling presents a challenge. There's no precedent for making a switch like this on such a scale, so we're left to wonder how other fleets planning their transition and acquisition strategies, as well as which vehicle classes will inevitably make the switch first. If you remember, and if you've been with us on the Fleet FYI's podcast for a while, you might remember that we ran a survey talking about electric vehicles with one of the top utility fleets in the nation. It was all on electrification and how fleet managers are implementing this new technology, and recently we compiled the last three years of results into a year in review, so to say. The results of this survey were incredibly promising. Many respondents mentioned that they were planning to make the transition to electric for their Class 1 and Class 2 vehicles at first, and this has a lot to do with the industry trend of announcing new production of light-duty electric vehicle offerings or fully hybrid options. And the results stayed the same year over year. Class 1 and Class 2 still were the ones that people went to first. And they've had some success when it comes to actually doing the electrifying. However, you know, in recent years, especially you know, during the pandemic, there was a little bit of an issue with the supply chain and demand. However, I think we're starting to get past that hump now. But the question remains, once you've turned in a purchase order and your new technology shows up ready to work, what then? What do you do? Your electric vehicle strategy will have to include all aspects of the electrification challenge, range, load capacity, charging infrastructure, and even the impact strain your region could have on the batteries of your new fleet assets. And whilst it's true that ICE vehicles have poor fuel economy at peak payload, commercial EVs have less than half the range. But why? EV batteries power everything from the movement of the car to air conditioning, and the charge can run out faster if your drivers are prone to speeding or carry heavy payloads. That's not really a surprise, we've known this for years. But then that begs the question, how are fleets actually planning to measure the success of their EV programs? Because if there's not a lot of EVs actually within the fleets yet, keyword there yet, how are they going to create a successful benchmark? What are they going to do? If you're wondering which KPIs to focus on to measure the success of your new initiative, you're not alone. There's a lot of people out there wondering the exact same thing. The success of electric vehicles in any given fleet is dependent on the many factors, including location and vehicle function, but there's more to it than that. Our survey that we ran and the compilation of the last few years of this survey data of all of the top utility companies across the country indicated that the reduction of CO2 emissions, fuel savings, reduction of maintenance costs, and cost per mile are key metrics that they intended to use to measure the success of their electric vehicle initiatives. Range is a crucial aspect of measuring success for many fleets, with the reason being that they want to ensure that their next asset investments can fulfill the same amount of workload as their previous internal combustion engine vehicles, alongside drastically reducing their carbon footprint. But this presents a challenge that some manufacturers have yet to solve with anything other than anecdotal data. If your fleet operates in cold weather, your battery charge has the potential to suffer. Cold temperatures can change the efficacy of battery charge and, as well, can cause permanent decrease in max capacity of charge. The battery itself, whilst manufacturers are working to reduce their weight with different chemical makeups, can strain the charge and reduce the amount of total payload your vehicle can withstand. Anecdotal OEM data typically depicts that a vehicle running without carrying passengers or necessary equipment for any given fleet, as well as not having factored in accessory use, think air conditioning, heat, radio, etc. This is what we're typically looking at when we get that factory data of how well it can perform. But because each of these components utilize a portion of the total battery charge, the max range often differs for each vehicle from what the manufacturer will have listed. 
However, it remains to be determined whether or not each EV initiative for every fleet planning and implementation will be successful. One of the best and most productive ways to ensure your best estimate is made during implementation is to rely on your fleet's data. This can help you look at potential model swaps, like if you're looking to match an ICE vehicle for its exact EV counterpart, it can help you with route planning. Telematics is a really, really great data source to dive into here, utilization data and understanding if your vehicle is a true fit for what you're trying to replace, or if it's just a way to get your EV numbers up. There's a lot you can look into here. But many people are wondering if electric vehicles will actually be budget budget savvy in the long term. You know, there's limited data to draw on from the effects of EVs over a fleet in a long time frame because, like I mentioned before, it's still a relatively uncharted territory. As a generalization, most fleets will still be purchasing primarily internal combustion engine vehicle assets in the coming years as there's simply not enough electric offerings available to suit all functions and needs of certain fleets yet. However, EVs are still thought to be the future of the fleet industry, and there are plenty of indicators that show that the push to electrification is just beginning. In the long term, trends indicate a shift to a higher percentage of EVs across the fleet industry, which in the long term will decrease emissions and fuel consumption considerably. And whilst the price of EVs provides a reason to not be as cost effective as the hybrids right now, they make up ground with an ease of maintenance or lower maintenance costs overall, as well as government incentives. EV technology is always improving, and models with better range and better battery life will be released in the coming years, and competition in this area is always ripe with room for innovation. Though, one thing to note, it remains crucially important to understand your fleet's telematics data, like I mentioned before, as this can be your key to mapping out routes and charging infrastructure in the future. All in all, electric vehicles aren't perfect, but the major challenges that are impeding their progress, like battery range restrictions and lack of charging stations, are almost in the rearview mirror. You'll eventually be able to forget about miles per gallon and think in terms of kilowatt hours or cost per mile, and when that happens, all of the unfamiliar metrics could get in the way of your fleet operations. Fortunately, when you partner with a strong data partner, you'll be able to make sense of your data and provide a benchmark that you can actually use to see how you stack up with other companies that are making the switch and help you be able to track your internal progress over time. As always, I would love to know if you have any questions about electric vehicles or EV data. You can always send me an email, you can tag me on LinkedIn, or you can use the hashtag UtilimarkFleetFYIs. And if you haven't already, I would love to ask if you'd be willing, could you please leave us a glowing review and perhaps a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform? It really helps me out. It helps all of us out here at Utilimark, and it helps more folks like you find our podcast. Now, this is the last installment for the 12 Days of Fleet FYI series that wraps up season four of the Fleet FYI's podcast. Thank you all so much for all of your support for every single episode that we put out there. I really appreciate all of you listening, all of your feedback, and all of your tuning in. It really means the world to me. 
We will see you again next year at the end of January for the premiere of season five. Mark your calendars for January 26th. That is when we will be back. And until then, I wanted to wish you all a very happy holidays and a happy new year from all of us here on the Utilimark team. See you in January. Ciao. Hey there, it's me again. I think it's time to cue the virtual high five because you've just finished listening to another episode of the Fleet FYI's podcast. If you're already wanting more on all things fleet and vehicle technology, head over to utilimark.com, which is utilimark with a C, U-T-I-L-I-M-A-R-C.com for this episode's show notes and extra insights coming straight from our analyst to you. That's all from me this week. So until next time, I'll catch you later. Later.